Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From WNYC, this is Money Talking. I'm Charlie Herman. Before Jared Kushner married Ivanka Trump and joined the Trump family, he was busy making a name for himself in real estate, like his future father-in-law. In In 2007, he took his biggest bet, buying 666 Fifth Avenue for $1.8 billion. At the time, it was the largest ever transaction for an office tower on record. But a few years later, after the recession, the building ran into financial problems, and eventually Kushner refinanced with the help of another developer. Now, Bloomberg reports that the Chinese firm Anbong Insurance Group is in talks with Kushner companies about a possible $4 billion investment in the building. With me is David Kochineski. He co-reported the story for Bloomberg and Hitin Santani, a managing editor with TheRealDeal.com. And David, what do we know about Anbong? Well, Anbong is a huge insurance conglomerate worth hundreds of billions of dollars. It is trying to take the method that Warren Buffett used to use its insurance capital and to invest into real estate. They bought some properties in the U.S. The Waldorf Astoria is the biggest uh, name property here. They've tried to buy other property here. So we know what their holdings are. There's a big question about who it is who controls the company. Um, Small pieces of it are owned by state-run entities in China, and there are also other owners who have ties to top members of the party in China. So it is a relatively opaque company, and a lot of the reason there's interest in it is no one quite knows who controls it and how closely they are allied with the Chinese government. And what is this possible deal or the negotiations that uh, the company has been having with Kushner companies over the building on Fifth Avenue? That building on Fifth Avenue has been a financial weight on the Kushner companies. So they were looking for a suitor for someone to come in and refinance or to go into partnership with. And Angbang stepped forward. There was some discussion supposedly before the election. And then after the election, there were meetings between Jared Kushner and top officials at Angbang. And the deal would be very rich for the Kushners. They'd end up getting hundreds of millions of dollars in a building that is now losing money. And it would be relatively expensive for Angbang because they're taking on a lot of risk, a lot of debt. They're helping to refinance the existing debt and also taking out a $4 billion construction loan to help uh, renovate the property. Hitton, why would Anbang be interested in investing in this building? Is it that, that indirect connection to Donald Trump? There might be some political cachet to be had there. But the other thing is Anbang is really interested in U.S. real estate. As David said, they spent uh, $1.95 billion on the Waldorf. They've also spent $6.5 billion on the strategic hotels and resorts which was a Blackstone-owned portfolio of hotels. There were also a final bidder for Starwood's portfolio, which is a $14 billion portfolio. And then in the last minute, they backed out without any explanation. So there was a little bit of controversy there as well. So it could be political cachet. It could also be diversifying into prime New York real estate. Well, David, where do things stand with this negotiation? I think there's a big question mark. The Kushners were circulating documents saying they'd reached agreement with Ong Bong and some uh, potential lenders. Angbang, after we wrote the story, said, well, we have not invested any money in the project as of yet. Um, there's some questions of whether they may be getting cold feet about it. And, and the Wall Street Journal has reported, and we've heard as well, that as soon as next week, the Angbang may make some decision as to whether or not they're going to stay in the project. Hitton, let me ask you, if the deal doesn't happen, what would it mean for this building, 666 Fifth Avenue? Well, they're still losing money. At, uh, so the, the interest rate on the loan is set to go up in December. It's set to double. So they need to bring in another partner. The question is, what numbers are they bringing the partners in? So Bloomberg, David, had 
The story which said the overall project would be worth $7 billion. The Wall Street Journal had a story which the project would be worth $12 billion. So you're just jumping into numbers that we've never really fathomed in New York real estate before. I mean, do they make sense? I actually don't think they do. So let's say you have a, a building that's 1.5 million square feet, and they're saying about a third of that will be condos. And they're projecting that the condos, if they sell for the price they're saying, are going to sell for $3 billion overall. So you're left with $9 billion for a million square feet. That's unprecedented. The World Trade Center, which is 3.5 million square feet, is worth less than half of that. $12 billion for this building. Is there any other building in Manhattan that valued at that amount of money? Absolutely not. So the cost of building, I believe it's 50 Hudson Yards, a new related project, is $4 billion. Gary Barnett is trying a new project on Billionaire's Row, you know, on 57th Street. He's projecting $4 billion for the condos. So even if you double that, even if you say the retail in the office is double that, you take the max rents, you put in all blue chip hedge fund tenants, it just doesn't work. The only thing they've got going for them is they're talking about a project that's going to be ready in 2025. So we don't know what the economics are going to look like, you know, by then. Well, David, what happens if the deal were to go forward, if Anbang were to actually have an investment in this building? Well, I think it would open a lot of questions about what sort of influence it might try to have with the Trump administration. Jared Kushner has said that he has given up his interest in the project, but he did that by selling it to family members. So a lot of ethicists think that that's not much of a difference. You know, a classic way to try to influence an office holder is to enrich their family members. So I think it would open up a lot of questions given the vast amount of policy issues that any American administration is going to have with China on military issues, on trade issues, on currency manipulation issues. Um, It opens up a door for a lot of conflict of interest. I think that's why there's been such scrutiny given to this potential deal. The other question here is the EB-5 financing. So the initial story that David did talked about about $850 million in EB-5 financing, which is the visa that gives foreign nationals green cards in exchange for an investment. $850 million in Chinese money. It's primarily Chinese money that comes in. Jared Kushner has said he's recused himself from any conversations about EB-5 because he's had other projects that have EB-5 money. But the whole thing gets really interesting. How much of that money is actually going to come in? The EB-5 program is sort of in flux at the moment. How much of this do you think, David, is a, in a way like almost a um, testing the water to see whether or not foreign companies can do business with U.S.-based companies that have connections to the Trump administration? Well, I think that's why there's so much interest in this deal from the very beginning is that it's a test case. And when the real deal put out the numbers, that it would take about $9,000 per square foot on the condos to make it profitable. A lot of people in real estate said it, it posed an interesting question. Would people be willing to pay that premium for the prospect of having access and currying favor with the Kushner family because of its connections, or would they shy away because of the potential conflicts? And um, if this deal does go through, we'll see the answer to that question. If Anbang does exit, then it'll be a really interesting question. What sort of valuation are other investors going to come in on? New York real estate investors, I don't see them investing at a $7 billion valuation or Hail Mary, $12 billion valuation. So are they going to get other foreign investors to come in and swallow this poppycock? It's possible. I don't know. David Kuchineski is an investigative reporter with Bloomberg News. And Hatin Samatani is a managing editor for TheRealDeal.com. Thank you both for joining. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I'm Charlie Herman. And this is Money Talking from WNYC. 